Welcome to Relationship Psych, the podcast, helping you understand how love turns to anger and even hate. Through the episodes, you will learn how to transform doomed relationships into exciting, intimate, and long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Amber Dawson. I'm a psychologist, author, and speaker. A few of my favorite things are my husband, Grapes, and my adorable little dog, Grapes. Now let's learn how to create a soul-crushing love that lasts. Hit subscribe in your podcast app so that simply by listening, you can learn to create a strong relationship. How to create emotional intimacy with your partner. The secrets. Basically, every woman wants to know. After doing couples therapy with hundreds of couples, I routinely get the same problems when I'm assessing them. It takes different forms, but it sounds something like this. I can't get my partner to open up. I wish we were closer. We just don't have intimacy. My partner doesn't talk. And many more comments that indicate emotional connection is lacking. One of my favorite TV shows is a historical fiction drama called Outlander. I've listened to all of the books and watched the entire series that's done so far. I'm clearly a hopeless romantic, hence why I have a podcast about relationships. This show feeds right into my dreams of having and helping others create a love that withstands the test of time. Let's set the scene. Outlander follows the story of Claire Randall. She's a married combat nurse from 1945. Claire is confident, opinionated, and happy to share her views. Claire and her husband, Frank, go to Scotland for their second honeymoon as they struggle to reconnect after the war. While out on her own, entertaining her interest in botany, Claire is inexplicably transported to 1743 by the stones of Craignadun. Craignadun is a location of an ancient stone circle. Large stones taller than man form a magical circle. A large cleft stone possesses power to have travelers pass through it, just as what happened to Claire. Now, Claire, being transported back in time, finds herself needing protection. In episode seven of the TV series titled The Wedding, Claire ends up marrying Jamie Fraser, who is forced to marry her. Jamie is a likable and enduring character who has a knack for getting himself into fights. He's stubborn, he swears a lot, but he's always protecting those in a weaker position than him, which makes him charming despite all of his nonsense. The two have been acquainted for a short bit of time before their marriage. Most of their encounters involve Claire nursing an injury. After their marriage, you see them in the room where they're expected to consummate their marriage. Before getting down to business, Jamie shares words of fondness and admiration as they share a drink, kindly reaching out to touch her arm, and he assures her he will not force himself on her. Stepping away from his touch, she cautiously responds, I have questions. Looking at her tenderly, he invites her to ask. Unsure of herself, she says, what the hell? Might as well come straight out with it. I love this moment because it depicts real life so well. She wants to know her partner, but is unsure how to ask. Her questions range from, why do you want to marry me? Where he goes into a long explanation. After he answers the first question, you see begin to soften towards him, walking across the room to sit next to him, gazing kindly at him. And as they move together to share a kiss, she blurts out, tell me about your family. It depicts them talking, 
sharing, pouring drinks, smiling, laughing, and seemingly delighting in each other's company. And as he shares, she reciprocates. They get to know each other. After a long while of sharing gazes and giggling and discussing, they shyly discuss how to consummate their marriage. And I'll let you watch the show to find out what happens next, but perhaps you can guess. Watching this episode, I felt captivated by the intimacy between them. They reveal in a real way how we create intimacy by talking and simply getting to know your partner's inner world. This happens often and effortlessly in early relationship, but with the passage of time and knowing someone, it's easy to forget how to do this. In the book, What Makes Love Last by Gottman and Silver, they estimate that listening to our partner 50% of the time is a generous estimate. Now, no wonder creating intimacy is so difficult. To create real intimacy, we have to ask questions, talk, listen, and pay attention to the answers. In my practice, I have hundreds of partners tell me they want to give their partners the intimacy they desire, that they dream of, but they don't know how. Now, if you've noticed there might be a gender gap in in intimacy, the literature supports this. Yes, for sure, it's a generalization, but here is some of what is found. So many men aren't quite sure how to have intimate conversations. They're better at talking sports, politics, or engaging in activities, where it seems women can easily navigate an emotional world and just talk to their friends for hours. Despite many women thinking they're not close to their partners, those same men often think they're closest to their partner closer than they are anyone else in the world. Now, is it nature? Is it nurture? I don't know. That's a debate for another episode and a lot of research studies. But there are these differences and we just want to think about how they apply to us. So ladies, it's time for a moment of reflection to think about what our partner does give us rather than what they don't. If the goal is more intimacy, we need to create the conditions for intimacy to occur. This can take the form of checking if now is a good time for your partner to talk, removing distractions, and even using a tool to make creating intimacy easier. Questions prompt as an excellent excellent strategy. Check out the blog on the use of questions to create emotional intimacy with your partner. As Claire and Jamie show us, by asking questions, sharing our hearts, we open up to each other, set the stage for connection in other ways. If you're not sure what to ask, I have some tools that can help. If you go to the Instagram at Relationship Psych, you will see posts on May 18th, May 5th, April 12th, March 21st that provide questions to ask your partner. Or you can head over to the shop, Relationship Resources, and purchase our game, Questions Uniting Couples. Using the game, Creating Closeness and Connection, you'll find 60 questions with done-for-you answer cards and score sheets. Couples can get to know each other's inner worlds while enjoying a competitive spirit. Let's talk about timing. Yes, there is a better way, a better time to attempt intimacy with your partner. Stay away from assuming that just because your partner is home, they want to talk. Ask them something like, I don't know, hey, I know you might think this is a bit silly, but I bought this relationship game. It would mean a lot to me if you'd play it with me. When do you think we could set aside an hour to do this together? Or babe, I would love if we could share a meal together tonight. 
And when you are sharing that meal, distractions aside, just ask some curious questions. It doesn't have to be too calculated. Basically, just hit up an internet search engine and type things like first date questions and use those to help get you on your way. In the show Outlander, we see Claire demonstrating a feeling of shyness and curiosity as she asks her questions. There is an important lesson to learn from watching how she asks. It appears she genuinely wants to know Jamie's answers. And the answers aren't going to be used in a negative way. She seems approachable. It's important that we approach our partner in an open way to make them want to share. So I hope Claire and Jamie have helped me illustrate how to ask questions and why even bother. And that maybe asking questions and creating a stage to get to know each other can lead to all different sorts of intimacy, not just emotional intimacy. Here is why questions are so helpful. Questions create knowing. The need to be got, known, seen, or acknowledged by our partner is at the crux of connection. When we take the time to ask thoughtful questions, not just the same old, how's your day, we will get different answers. When we really listen, we get to know each other's inner world. And new questions pave the path for new openings. Careful questions remove defensiveness. Asking open-ended questions with a curious stance and a tender look in our eyes. Leave space for reflection and unprotected answers. Vulnerability comes with safety. When we feel safe, we share more. A key is to use questions that open the heart. Questions that are crafted in ways that allow us to express our dreams, wishes, beliefs, or values allow for exploration. Okay, we might know what we think our partner is going to say, but provide them the opportunity to share with us like they have, like they would a friend that they haven't seen for a long time. The heart opens when it's greeted with a loving container to reveal itself. So if your partner has agreed to that hour or you're sharing that meal over dinner, protect this time. It is sacred. Creating emotional safety around the time for sharing is the key to it happening again. Each person needs to know that what they say in these moments won't be used against them or it's not going to turn to conflict. When the heart starts opening, stay away from conversations that will lead to conflict. For intimacy to be created and maintained, there needs to be a safe place where we can keep our guards down. Thank you for tuning in to Relationship Psych, the podcast put on by Ember Relationship Psychology. If you're looking for more free relationship help or advice that comes straight from the couple's therapy room, check out the free resources and the blog at www.emberrelationshippsychology.com.